In the words of Gabby Giffords, pursue your passion and everything else will fall into place. This is not being romantic. This is the highest order of pragmatism. Welcome to episode nine, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying the episode so far. I am loving the feedback. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the episodes. Today, I'm going to talk about doing what you love, and I'm going to keep it real as usual. My question to you is, are you doing what you love? If the answer is no, then this episode is for you. Hi friends, welcome to my podcast, Let's Talk About It. My name is Akeshi Akinshaya, party planner, event designer, business coach, author, and founder of Cash Events, and I am your host. Each week, I'm going to bring you conversations about life, business, events, lifestyle, weddings, and everything in between. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this new episode. So here's the deal. I'm sitting in my home office. I have a cup of hot tea because the weather is kicking my ass and my voice is so raspy. But I I decided to go ahead and do the episode anyway because I promised you guys that I was going to come on the podcast every week and give you some good content. So this week, um, I want to talk about doing the shit that you love. And stop doing the things that you don't like. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this year is going by so fast. Um, on January 1st, we launched two major things. I launched my membership program, uh, coaching program that I offer called Creatives Corner for Planners and Designers. And we launched a podcast. And I cannot tell you guys how nervous I was. I was, I was literally sweating when I um, shared, because it took me like an hour to actually hit publish. And I was so scared of like what everybody would think and all that stuff. But you guys have been so amazing. And oh my goodness, the DMs, the messages, the feedback I'm getting, I'm loving. Thank you so much for encouraging me um, to share my story. I didn't realize... um, so many people listen so quickly. So I'm so thankful you guys for putting up with me and listening to what I have to say and um, the guests that we're bringing on. So I'm so thankful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I extend my sincere gratitude. But let's get into today's topic. Again, my voice is a, is a little raspy because for the past week, I think I've been traveling and we started off the year so busy. So my voice is a little off. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of digging it. So I hope you guys can love it as well and really um, soak in the content of this episode because I think that this message is so important, um, especially for entrepreneurs um, to really listen and see what we can apply to that, to our business um, from this episode. So here we go. order to be successful and truly happy and fulfilled, you have to figure out what you're passionate about first. 
On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on why you should be doing the things you love and letting go of the things that you hate. I invite you to make one of your business resolutions this year to stop doing the shit that you don't like to do right? So here's the thing. Most of us at some point in our lives don't really have a choice to stop doing the things that we like. You know, we have bills to pay. We have rent to pay. Um, some of you might have kids, right? Um, and I get it. But if you find yourself in a position that makes you really, really unhappy, the question is, is that is that thing really serving you? And the answer probably is no. So I want you to do what it takes um, and take from the from this episode to do what it takes to get yourself out of those positions and situations and to get to a point where you have a choice. That is the goal. It's not to stay in an unhappy situation, but it's really to put yourself, get yourself to a place where now you have a say and you have a choice. Okay. That's the choice I'm talking about here. The other thing is I think people get get it mixed up where I say, you know, do the things you love means that you have to run a business. That's not necessarily true because some people are not happy at all running a business. They literally have no interest in the pressures of running a business, and that is okay. If you recognize that you're, the, you're that person, don't run a business because you do not like it. Now, if sitting at a desk and working for someone else is something that truly eats eats you up and it literally makes you unhappy, then maybe it's time to change that. So we're talking about things, doing things that put you in a happy place, doing things that serve you, okay? And doing things that you really, really enjoy, okay? Working for yourself isn't just about money and success, in life. It's really about crafting a lifestyle and a life for yourself that actually is enjoyable. That is it. So whatever you do, whether you work for someone else or whether you work for your business, I want you to be happy and fulfilled and not feel like, oh my God, I have to go in today. Oh my God, I have to make this phone call. Oh my goodness, I have to do accounting. So I'm going to go through some scenarios of things that we are doing on a daily basis that truly do not serve us, okay? Um, I want you to stop wasting your time and energy on people and things that you have a choice not to do. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it. If it doesn't make you happy, you owe it to yourself to love yourself enough to say no. That's self-love. Self-love is giving yourself permission to say no to the things that do not serve you anymore. And it's important to pay attention to how you change, how you adapt, how your friendship has changed, what your idea of friendship is, what serves you, what, what makes you happy today. We all grow, we all change, maturity, and we become different people. And the things that we like would change as well. It's important to pay t- pay attention to those things, okay? I'm going to give you some examples of the things that don't serve us. Now, as an entrepreneur, um, when I first started my business, I was doing everything from accounting to, you know, researching legal documents to um, doing timelines to doing ordering to doing um, all of it. And I drove myself crazy in the process. 
because half of those things I did, I didn't like. And what I failed to understand then was by doing all these things, including the things that I did not like, I was actually taken away from my productivity. I would have done so much better by focusing on the things that I love to do and I excel at and delegating the things that I hated to someone else. And we think we might say, oh, it's money or I can't hire someone else. But the truth is when you're doing these things, are you really being productive? And the answer is probably no. I hated most of the things I was doing. And I remember my husband sitting me down and talking to me and he was like, okay, We need to kind of start thinking about ways to work smarter and not harder. And of course, my initial reaction is like, what are you talking about? No, I know what I'm doing. And the truth is when I really look back and I paid attention is I spent more time in things I hated and was not productive at rather than things that I, I was good at and I really enjoyed. I love planning. I love designing. But there's certain aspects of my job I don't like. I don't like accounting. Numbers just are not my thing. So if you're that person and in a business, it's okay if you do not like accounting. It's okay to hire an accountant or someone in your business is actually good at it. Okay. Um, So here are some examples. Stop saying yes to every single project that falls into your lap. You know, Um, just because there's a job out there doesn't mean it's for you. Yes, we want the money, but the truth is you have to ask yourself, am I going to be happy doing this job? Am I going to be happy taking on this client? And listen, you can tell yourself all, all the, you know, things, positive things you want, but sometimes when we meet someone that's not a good fit, we know it, we choose to ignore it. And later on, it comes back and bites us in the ass. That's just the truth. And I, I've been guilty of this many, many times. When I first started my business, I was terrified to say no. I, the thought of sending someone away would kill me. So I would take on every client. And in turn, there were just some clients that were not a good fit. And it didn't matter what I did. It just was not a good fit. And in the time I spent working on that project, miserable. I would literally wake up in the middle of the night sweating, because I was like worried that I missed something or, you know, I missed an email and it'd be like 1am and my husband is like, go back to bed. I'm like, cause I'll wake up like, am I late? And he's like, it's 1am. So these are things that I'm like, so the question is, like, you ask yourself, why am I in this position? I chose to run my business so I can do things that I actually enjoy and create a lifestyle that I love. And if taking on projects Regardless of the dollar amount, do not serve you. Do not make you happy. It'll be in your best interest to say no. Okay? Say no to that client that's not a good fit. Say no to that employee that's not a good fit. Um, You're not obligated to hire someone um, that doesn't fit your company. To me, they have to be aligned with my values and my direction of my company that I've spent years building what I've done in the past is, um, when I realized I'm not good at hiring, <laughs> I, I probably hire for the wrong reasons. And there are people within my organization that are better at picking those signs and looking for the things that I need because they now, they know me and they understand my needs. I've put myself in the past in positions where I hired someone that 
made my life miserable where I would come in and I'm like walking on eggshells because I don't want to upset you. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I had to ask myself at some point, like, what are you doing? You know, is what you're doing serving you? And I used to hate having those conversations. I used to hate having to give feedback. And I was like, oh my goodness, I this is not a good fit. But it took me six months to realize that, about four, maybe five months. And it was the most miserable five months of my life as a business owner. I'll never forget it. And I swore to myself at that moment that I would never put myself in that position again. You know, I chose to go this route for a reason. I put in hours, I work hard, I deserve to create an environment that is happy and that makes me happy and makes my employees happy. And that is the bottom line. So doing things that don't serve you doesn't serve anything, doesn't serve you. Your business is not going to not going to be productive contrary to what you think. You might think, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. And then when you really add up the hours that you're spending on the stuff that you do not like, you're probably better off hiring someone that's good at it. That's what I'm talking about. If you hate doing invoicing and bookkeeping as a business owner, you might want to consider hiring an accountant. Because if you think about what trying to crunch numbers, if you're not a number person, does to your brain, I know what it does to mine. I literally have a headache. Um, I'm not. I'm not good at those things. So I find that having someone to do numbers and manage expenses and and all those things is perfect through an accountant while I do what I love, which is create, right? Now, there's someone that keeps you in check, but I'm able to do the things I love and produce at the level I want to produce while someone else is doing the things that I don't like, like accounting, right? Um, If you hate making graphics. If you're just not good at it, don't do it. If you're not good at certain things you're doing right now in your business, please find help. Go find someone that loves it. As much as I say I don't like numbers, someone else is screaming like, I love numbers. Let them do it. Someone else is screaming, oh my God, graphics is my jam. Graphics is my life. Let them do it for you. Your business is going to grow faster when you create room for things that you love and get rid of shit that you do not like. Bottom line, if you hate hiring and suck at hiring like me, you need to find someone or a recruiter or someone else that can actually do the hiring because you're going to spend so much time being miserable, wondering if you made the right decision and you probably didn't. Now having to deal with the bad decision takes away from your productivity. You'll probably lose money and your mind in the process when you can just go the proper route. It's okay to acknowledge the things that you're not good at. There's no weakness in that. There's actually strength as a leader or as a business owner saying, I'm not good at this, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Here's another thing, and I get this all the time, social media right? My initial coaching session, I'll say, you have to do social media. You have to do social media. You have to post so many times a day. Here's what you need to post. And that is true. However, if the thought of social media makes you sweat, literally causes causes your anxiety, don't do it. If it takes you two hours just to 
write a caption, you're wasting your time. You're not being productive. You can hire a marketing expert. You can hire an intern that loves social media and is amazing with words that can handle your account with proper guidance, of course, right? So if you think about the time you are doing the things that really give you anxiety, like if you're one of those with the social media example, if you think about what you could have done in those two hours or in that hour where you excel and how productive you could have been, your business would be better. And then guess what? You'll be better. You'll be a happier, you'll be a happy person. You'll be a happy business owner. You'll be a happy leader. Your employees will enjoy you the most. But when you're miserable doing things that you don't love, you're going to end up just frazzled and thrown off throughout the day. We have to we have to prioritize and make room the things that we love and get rid of the things we don't love. I'm not saying push it to the side. That's not what I'm saying. If you don't like a task that is essential for your business, it's okay to hire someone else to do so. Wise person once told me once, um, go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. And man, that changed my life. Now I will only work in places where I'm valued and there's mutual mutual respect, right? You want to put yourself in environments and places that serve you, that makes you happy, where you're not like walking into a space and you're like, oh my gosh, can't believe I have to be here for eight hours. That is not why I went into business. I went into business for freedom and to pursue what I love at the same time, have a choice, to choose the things that make me happy and say no to the things that do not make me happy. So that was such a, those words, go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. Big lesson for me. So now I shift from being an entrepreneur to just in general in life. Because these two things go together. If you make choices in your life that don't serve you, that cause you anxiety, that cause you stress, guess what? your business is going to suffer because if you're not happy, if you don't give yourself love and if you don't do the things that you truly, truly love and let go of the things that don't serve you, the business you're building is going to suffer. I know we don't put we don't put two and two together, but they go hand in hand. If you're not happy as a person, you're not going to be happy in business. So here's an ex- here are some examples. Um, I hear a lot of people say, oh, I have to go to this dinner with these awful girls. I don't like them. And my first thought is, why are you going? Say no, right? Stop going to lunch and dinners with people that make you feel like shit. If you hate spending time with girlfriends or colleagues that don't support you, that don't respect you, every time you spend time with them, you leave feeling shitty and just you feel bad about yourself, don't go to those dinners. Say no. If if you have to spend more time on your business or just having a good time on the couch watching TV, that would serve you better than forcing yourself to go to things that truly, truly make you anxious and unhappy. It's okay to say no. Okay? Stop picking up the phone for phone calls that you know are not going to are not going to serve you, 
right? So sometimes you get that phone call from someone and you roll your eyes. You guys know what I'm talking about. And you're like, okay, let's see what's going on now. Now, at the end of that call, you feel like your life is in shambles because they've dumped other stuff on you. And now you don't know what to do with yourself. Stop taking those phone calls. Say no. Okay? Make room for positive things in your life. If you don't like gossip and you have that phone call with that person that loves to gossip, say, listen, I can't talk right now. I can't do this with you right now. I have to go. I have to get to work. It's okay to do those things. You do not have to torture yourself for someone else. I truly don't believe in that. Another thing is like, even when you think about fitness and lifestyle, you know, people are like, oh my goodness, I hate the treadmill. Why are you on it? If you don't like running on the treadmill, go do something else that actually excites you. I'm going to use myself for example. I don't like running on the treadmill, but I love kickboxing. And I, I recently started cycling, so I love cycling. Those two things I actually enjoy. So when I do them, I feel like I've done something for me. I'm not going to hop on a treadmill because that is what's trending. That's what everyone is doing. No, we need to stop doing things because we think it's cool. We need to stop doing things because we actually enjoy it, right? Stop torturing yourself. Um, if you hate a friend's attitude that much, find other friends. Choose happiness. Surround yourself with better people. There's nothing wrong with that. You need to do that. Do yourself that solid, okay? Um, so instead of doing all these things that truly just cause us unhappiness and discomfort, I encourage you to try these three things. In 2020, this year, I want you to do more of these practices, no matter how challenging they might be. One, hire help. You hate bookkeeping, you hate blogging, you hate social media, you hate um, scheduling, you hate emails. Guess what? Hire someone. Spend time on the things that are actually going to be productive for you in business. You don't get a trophy for being everything in your business. There are no awards for that. Because the truth is, it is impossible to be all those things and excel in your business. I'm not saying you can't do it. I did it for years, but was I being productive? The answer is probably no. I was killing myself. I was overworking myself. And then I had nothing to give anyone else. I had nothing to give my husband. I had nothing to give my family. I had nothing to give my friends because I was wiped out. So please create room for love and for things that you enjoy, for pure joy, and remove the things that cause you anxiety. Two. Share your struggles and ask for help. There's nothing wrong with telling a colleague and saying, listen, I, I, I am not good in accounting. Do you know someone in, in, I use myself for example, do you know someone that does accounting for wedding planners? Do you know someone that does um, bookkeeping for event service professionals? Ask for help. Um, you might even need an office office assistant or office manager and you say, hey, I really need help. I cannot keep up with all the emails and all the phone calls and all the meetings and create. Do you know someone that's looking? You will be amazed as to how much resources out there if only we can open up our mouths and ask. Share your struggles 
right? There is no weakness in saying, I don't know how to do it, or I, I don't like to do it. There's strength in actually asking and reaching out for help, okay? Um, people around you, um, here's the other thing too, with pretending like you're, you're all good and you're strong and you're, you know, you have it all in the control. People don't tend to help you because they assume that you're fine. They assume that you're doing great. They assume that you have it all together. But the truth is we don't have it all together. And the only way they can help us is by saying, hey, I'm struggling. Hey, I'm not happy with my current position. You know, hey, I don't like these people I spend time with. It's okay to actually voice it out and then take action. Third one is to delegate. You don't have to do this on your own. You will grow quicker if you allow people in. You know, in our industry, in the events industry, people are like, well, I don't want to share my ideas because I don't want people to steal it. Well, you're, you're not going to be productive with your team if you do not share your ideas. Matt, the truth is, I when we bounce ideas off each other, we come up with the best and most amazing results. Because, you know, I've acknowledged that there's some things that I may not be good at. I may not be good with text like words and caption. Someone on my team is, right? So now I've let go of writing because words don't come naturally to me sometimes. And someone on my team is amazing at it, right? So I delegate. I need you to do this. While I do this, I need you to do this for me. I need you to do this for me. There is nothing wrong with doing that. You do not have to do it on your own, people. Um, So please remember, before you take on that next client or project or job, ask yourself, is this something I even care about? Like, do I actually give a shit about this thing? The answer is no, don't do it. You're going to hate yourself and you're going to hate it in the process. You know, you want to ask yourself also, does this conflict with my core values does it does it even vibe with my personality or my style? The answer is no. Then don't do it. Ask yourself, is this how I want to spend my day when I take on a project? You know, do I want to spend 12 months with this client that I, I'm literally like anxious to spend five minutes with? Do I want to spend time getting angry emails all day? Do I want to spend the next year? with nasty voicemails and nasty emails. You know it's coming. You just refuse to acknowledge it. So you have to ask yourself these questions before you you know, send a contract out. Ask yourself, in this meeting, I got a weird vibe. And in this email, she was a little harsh in her tone. And you think it's going to get better, but it's not. So you need to be very honest with yourself and listen to your inner voice. Ask yourself, um, would this even help me grow? Because what's the point of taking on a job if there is no growth? You know, why take on a project? Why take on a wedding if you feel like you're not even going to get excited from it or you're going to, you know, challenge yourself to do something better than the last event? If it doesn't serve you, it's okay to say no. We need to let go. If someone else hires that person, good for them. They might be a good fit. But we need to let go of things that do not that we hate and we need to let go of the things that do not serve us within a project within a job there might be tasks within that job that you hate for example as a planner 
you might hate doing timelines. Like the idea of writing timelines freaks you out. Someone on your team might be a a pro at writing timelines and they may love it. Like, oh my God, I'll do it. Let them do it. It's okay to pass that on because then you've given yourself time to excel at the things that you really, really love. And that's when your passion comes alive. When you keep forcing yourself to do things that you don't like, you're just, you're just, you're just coasting through. There is no excitement. There's no motivation. And that is truly not how you want to live. Right. Um, stop having lunch with the coworker that annoys the crap out of you. You know, it's okay to have lunch on your own or find new friends. Um, you know, we don't owe anyone anything. We owe ourselves true joy and peace. I would take peace of mind over a bunch of fake friends or a bunch of people that don't even respect me or make me feel like crap. So that's important. Um, again, if you hate doing something, but you do it anyway because you think, well, everyone is doing it, so I should do it. Might want to think again and listen to your heart. If your heart is telling you, you don't love this, you're not going to love this, you know you don't love this, then please don't do it. So my challenge to you is to start to cultivate a lifestyle that allows you to move towards the things that you love, right? Doing your own shit and owning things and doing it on your own terms. That's true freedom. So again, I urge you to do the things that you love and do it with pride and make room for things that get rid of things that you don't love and pass on the things that you don't love to people that actually do it, people that are actually good at it people that actually love it. So that's my challenge to you. So that's all I had for this episode. I want to thank you guys for spending this time with me and bearing with me with my voice. I will be much better next week with a brand new episode. I have three amazing guests that are coming up for the next three weeks. So I cannot wait to share this thing, those episodes with you guys. I appreciate you. Please leaving. Please continue to leave your comments. Please continue to leave your ratings and your reviews on iTunes, wherever you're listening. Please share with your friends if you love this episode. Um, thank you so much again for allowing me to speak to you and connect with you on such an, a such a deep level. I'm so appreciative. Thank you. All right. Have a great day and remember to be great. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with your friends and tag me on Instagram at Cash Events. Before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to one of my Creative Corner members. Shout out to Deandra Butler. Deandra wrote, Creative's Corner is where to be to get to the next level of my business. I am forever grateful for this. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with me and with everyone. So I've been educating creative entrepreneurs on how to be the best they can be. That is why I created Creative's Corner. It's my monthly business online coaching membership specifically curated for event planners and floral and event designers. I created this platform because I wish I had something like this when I first launched my business. If you're not a member of this amazing community, you can join now by visiting the Cash Experience 
gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out the show notes for more information. I appreciate you sharing this hour with me. Have a great day. Catch you next week. Thank you.